0: Welcome to the Uxbridge High School podcast for this week, November 29, 2018. My name is Mike Rubin and I'm principal at Uxbridge High School. As many people know, over the past couple of years, we have enhanced our engineering program, earning distinction as an innovation pathway school for our relationship between our academic and technical courses, as well as our relationship to local industry and our chamber of commerce. Through our participation with the Blackstone Valley Ed Hub, our students have access to state-of-the-art equipment, some of which has enabled them to work on the same machinery as students and, uh, at the higher education level, and on shop floors. In addition, our coursework is tethered closely to the college level and has enabled our students to leave Uxbridge High School particularly prepared for engineering work should they decide to study the sciences or engineering after they graduate from high school. Jack Schreiber, a graduate of the class of 2018, enrolled in many of the Uxbridge engineering classes while a student and is currently studying mechanical engineering at the University of New Hampshire. Jack, how well would you say you were uh, prepared for your engineering classes in college based on your experience at Uxbridge High School?
1: Um, I would say that I was extremely prepared. Uh, we run our CAD software that we learned there is called SolidWorks, and we use Autodesk Inventor here at Oxbridge High School, and they're basically mirror to mirror. You know, they just—they're um, pretty much exactly the same, and I felt right at home uh, relearning the new software.
0: Um, as far as uh, the courses you took here and uh, your preparation at, at UNH. Uh, you mentioned that it is uh, pretty much a, a seamless transition. Um, how would you say that the uh, courses here were, in terms of their, um, the terms of the rigor and the skills, and then you know stepping into a college class, which is obviously going to be, in theory, a lot tougher.
1: Right. So um, basically, here at Oxbridge, you get you you get that nice base layer, you know, and um, it really sets you up with good study habits. And once you get there, everything is harder and more in-depth, but you already have that great base layer to really, like, excel and um, do well in those upper classes where other kids may not so much.
0: Mechanical engineering is just one part of engineering, and you're obviously exposed to lots of different kinds of engineering while a student here. Um, why me- why uh, mechanical engineering, and how has that transition been?
1: Uh, so I chose mechanical engineering because I really liked the the CAD software that we used here, and I wanted to make parts like that. And in um, POE, the Principles of Engineering class we have here, we made a line-following robot that really got me into robotics, and so that's what I wanted to do. And um, I joined a robotics team called ET Nav Swarm, and it's just it's just again we have like the base layer here, and you just take it to the next level up there. And I can already tell that it's going to be really fun because I know that that's what I want to get into.
0: One of the things that our courses uh, have you do is uh, kind of follow a, a pretty prescriptive curriculum. Um, and so we, we've heard some stories about this, this mysterious engineering notebook. And uh, so how could something that you needed in 10th or 11th grade be, be, be so helpful now that you're in, in college?
1: Um, So I found this website, instructables.com, and they're running a puzzle contest. And the winner, the grand prize of the contest is a 3D printer. So I was like, hey, you know, who doesn't want a 3D printer? And I was looking at the um, requirements and the contest regulations and stuff. And it was to build some kind of a puzzle that you can have someone solve. And I remember that in my intro to engineering class, um, we made puzzle cubes. So what we did in that class was we used wooden blocks, and we glued wooden blocks together after using the engineering design process. So I figured for my project to try and win the contest, I'd step it up, and I modeled them in SOLIDWORKS, and hopefully I will be um, 3D printing them at the makerspace that we have on campus.
0: All in a day's work, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if a, uh, you were know, to go back to maybe um, you know, your freshman or sophomore year, as a student in high school thinking, I might want to take engineering, I might not. Uh, what advice would you have for them now having, you know, been pretty successful through your first semester as a college engineering student? What advice would you give a, an 8th, ninth, 10th grader, even an 11th grader that's thinking, you know, you have these Project Lead the Way classes. Is that something I really want to do or maybe not? And, um, you know, what, what other sort of advice would you give to, a, to an underclassman at Uxbridge High School now?
1: Uh, I would definitely say take it either way because either you find out you don't like it and that's just one other thing you don't have to worry about looking for or you do like it and then that might be the thing you want to go into. So it's a win-win either way. And then if you do end up deciding that, hey, that's what I want to go into, then you already have a nice starting point where you already have more experience over some other kids and that might help you excel better in um, campus life on college.
0: Well, last question. It can't be all, all work and no play. Um, so there, there are other classes, too. Would you say that the uh, engineering coursework and the academic work beyond your engineering classes at, at UHS prepared you for UNH? And, and if so, if you look back on it and say, okay, this one class helped me really a lot going into my freshman year of college, besides the engineering, what would you say it would be?
1: Uh, for sure, I would defi- definitely say Calc, either one or two um, my physic my current physics class right now in college is calculus based physics, not algebra. So definitely having that calculus background already has put me, I can tell above a couple of my friends cause they don't understand it. And you're just like, oh wait, I get this. So it's like really nice to have that already under my belt.
0: Okay. So the moral of the story is take calculus and
1: <laughs> take engineering always and take calculus.
0: always take calculus. Uh, Jack, thanks a lot. Have a Have a great rest of your semester. Good luck with the rest of your year and uh, it's great seeing you again.
1: Great, thank you for having me.
0: Beyond engineering, Uxbridge High School also offers biomedical science. This being the first year the course has been offered. Tracy Larkin, also a chemistry teacher and the department leader for science, is the teacher of principles of biomedical science, the first in what will be a three-year sequence in biomed at UHS.
2: Biomedical science is a great opportunity for Uxbridge High School to offer uh, a project-based learning course load versus your normal teacher-centered course instruction in the science classes that students normally see. The project-based learning allows students to focus on critical thinking, on problem solving, on communication, and on collaboration, in which we all know that today's society is looking for after students graduate from high school. It's a great opportunity to provide these students to encourage their questioning skills, their curiosity, and peer learning. For me as a teacher, the most rewarding part of this program has been to watch these kids be given a task and say, go, and they figure out how to problem solve without me giving them step-by-step instructions. It truly is an authentic way to learn. It's exciting to watch the kids realize that they can do it on their own. And those aha moments for the students help me go home and know that I'm doing a good job in the classroom.
0: On December 2nd, Uxbridge High School will welcome a team of educators from the New England Association of Schools and Colleges who will spend four days learning about UHS, shadowing students, interviewing staff members, and meeting with community members in an Uxbridge's decennial accreditation visit from NEASC. For the high school, this culminates a couple of year long self-study process in which the school examined student work, connected itself to a variety of standards, and worked collaboratively to determine Uxbridge's continued accreditation standards, uh, status with respect to the accrediting board from NIAS and the Commission on Public Secondary Schools. This has included a dynamic look at our core values and learning expectations. Our steering committee, led by co-chairs Molly Hendricks and Nikki Yaksdis, has been in the front lines of much of this work and Miss Yaxnis, a third-year social studies teacher, joins us to discuss the process at Uxbridge High School.
3: As one of the co-chairs for the steering committee, we are all really excited about this process that's going to happen next week here at the high school. Um, One of the most exciting parts of getting ready for this visit has probably been looking at all of the student work that's been collected from teachers in the building. There are so many amazing things that are happening in these classrooms on a daily basis, and We're really looking forward to being able to showcase and highlight all the work that our students get to do and all the effort that our teachers have put in um, to their curriculum and to getting ready for the visit. One part of this process that is really unique is the reflection piece. Um, All last year, we were able to work in committees to reflect on the different standards that NEASC looks at, and we were able to all get on the same page and use common language and describe our school and the student work. And we were able to work with people that we might not normally get to because of being in different departments and because everyone was working together and we were all on board with that, it made the whole process really easy, um, not stressful at all. We were able to break things down into small tasks. I don't feel like anyone was overwhelmed with this process at any point, which is really nice because sometimes NEASC has that reputation, but it was a very smooth and easy process for us here. Um, And a lot of our teachers went out on NEASC visits to other schools to help prepare themselves for what's gonna happen next week here at the high school. I went out on a visit and it was really great to be able to see another high school see what the process is like um, and be able to take that information back to uhs and be able to use that for the visit that's coming so we're really looking forward to it and can't wait to see the results
0: one of the things that we're really hopeful from this process is that it'll validate uh, a lot of the work that we have done Uh, we found the self-study to be an honest and true reflection of of who we are And one of the things that I think we will find from this report is that it will validate a lot of the efforts that the school and community have taken to make Uxbridge High School a great place to work and learn every single day. And at the same time, we're really hoping that the visiting team leaves here inspired. Uh, These visits are long and difficult for the members that sacrifice time in their own schools and from their families uh, to help us become better. So we are hoping that we can return the favor as well. Uh, in all, we're very excited um, to get this process uh, culminated with this visit and to, to show finally our annual our holiday concert will take place for. on December fifth, beginning work, at six thirty p.m. Wednesday night in the UHS auditorium. As we close out this edition of the Uxbridge High School podcast, please enjoy these rehearsal sounds of our concert band, the eighth and ninth grade band members, led by conductor Kathy Penza. For all of us here at UHS, happy holidays. I'm Mike Rubin, Principal, and thanks for joining us.